Hey, this is John, the American Hilljack Lane, and I'd like to formally welcome you to the American Hilljack Files, episode 14. Tired of necessary bullshit? Last call and other bullshit. Today's show features interviews with frontmen and lead singers of Destroyer Court and Tarachin Sky. Recorded last month as they played with my band, the Hellfire Club, at the Empire Concert Club and Bar in Akron, Ohio for the Rubber Meets Steel show. Now, I keep preaching if we don't pull these unsigned local music scenes from around the country together by using positivity and teamwork, we ain't even going to have music to hold on to in the near future. Yet, I gotta say that guys like Destroyer Court and Tarach and Sky truly gives me hope in the way they view things and the hard work they put into all they do. But before we get into the dirt, accusations, and opinions, I'd like to start things out with my American Hilljack's credo, or maybe just my view on how I live my life. Slow and steady wins the race, and good things come to those who wait. I may not be moving as fast as I want forward, but at least I'm not standing still or moving backwards. The only one stopping me is me, and I will forgive the trespasses of those who try to stop me. Because I am a pro-positive, real, and original person who will do no harm, but take no shit. As long as I have air in my lungs and the ability to entertain on the stage, on the air, or on camera, there truly is no limit. In this world of chaos, untrustworthy people, and uncertainties, the time has come to fight, fuck, or hit the bricks. I, for one, am going to keep being a pro-positive, real, and original person, digging my heels and fight with all my being. In this world of fake smiles, limp handshakes, and two-faced people, you have to be aware of who's in your circle and keep the bullshit out. Bottom line is, you gotta be headstrong, be yourself, and stand tall above all the unnecessary bullshit.
unnecessary bullshit right there from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania's own resident metal band that just kicks ass. You just can't deny it. Skell. And I just got informed this evening that I am going to re-, re getting their EP in the mail, the last recordings of their former drummer who has passed, Keith Quater. And they're going to be searching for a drummer, and I've been preaching that. And you people, if you're looking for a band to join, if you're a skin beater out there, this is the band to join. Mikey Pallone is my Yoda when it comes to music stuff. I come to him, and I have been asking him questions now for over 20-some years and trying to learn from him because he is a genius at what he does. Mike Ekus. <laughs> You can't get a better bass player who also plays with the Zuzu pedals. Who Brian Schaefer, my uh, brother from uh, Podcast Your Scene, has joined that band as a singer. Then you got Walter Wright, who is just a phenomenal frontman and vocalist in there. I hope the drummer they get can come up to par with that band. Now, that last track had Chris Dittman on it, and uh, I just I love that song. Because I am. Right now, I am so tired of the unnecessary bullshit. And uh, I'll get into more of that as the as the podcast goes on. Trust me. So, in fact, I'll just, I'll just start it out. So, the Hellfire Club last weekend, we played uh, a club in Bowling Green. And uh, it, it was a cool club. Club H is a cool, cool club. We had a great show. Played with some great bands. Uh, Jeremy from, uh, uh, oh, escapes my mind right now, <laughs> the NWO uh, music scene, he was there to see us, and we get done playing, right? Now, before we even started, there was this guy over there on the left-hand side of the stage, on Damon's side of the stage, with this tassel cap on and whatnot, and, and uh, of course, I get up there, and I'm geeked out and dressed up like I always do, and this and uh, the sound man is checking us in. And this guy's going, come on, come on, play something, pretty boys. And uh, first of all, if you look at my band and think we're a bunch of pretty boys, holy fuck, are you blind? Second of all, it's like, dude, you know, we're, we're getting there. So we played our set, which was all original, except for the last three tunes, which we did our, what we call our Furious Three, where we run, Mouth for War, Pantera, into uh, Master of Puppets, into Bark of the Moon. Aussie. So we get done, and as I'm coming off the stage, the same fucking dude that was at the beginning of the night, running his mouth, is standing there going, Randy Rhodes is turning over in his grave. You guys are horrible. If you're going to do a tune, do it right. Which I don't give a fuck. You know, you don't like me? Cool. Whatever. So he says it once. And I'm helping Chuck get his drums off the stage. Yeah, singer that helps the drummer. Imagine that fucking shit. And he says it again. And I let it go again. The third time, I couldn't let it go. And I whipped around. I said, look, motherfucker, your argument is inadequate. Because first of all, Randy Rhodes didn't even play on that song. Jakey Lee did. Randy Rhodes was dead three years since that, before that song even came out. So now what's your fucking argument? And the guy's like... Oh, you guys are horrible. I'm, a, which I'm fine. I said, cool, leave. And I kept helping Chuck. Well, then he gets in Chuck's face, which anybody that knows Chuck is a bad thing anyways. But as I'm coming down, I spun around Chuck and got right in the dude's face. And I'm telling him, 
and I went old school hilljack on him. And it, it didn't look good. I don't like being that way. But I'm just telling the dude he needs to shut the fuck up and walk away. Get the fuck out. Go home. Chuck's telling him walk away. I'm telling him go the fuck home. Because and uh, his buddy's standing there, and he's like, "Oh, you gonna beat my ass?" Says, "Yeah, I'm gonna beat your ass." And at that point, I was to the point where, yeah, I was gonna ready to go old school hilljack and possibly catch a felony and beat the shit out of this dude. And and now I'm telling him go home. This buddy's like, "Well, you paid to get in. You you have a right to your opinion." I said, "Yeah. How much did you pay?" He said, three dollars." I pulled three dollars out of my pocket. I shoved it in his chest, and I said, "There. There's your three dollars. Go the fuck home." Because if we suck, every band that plays with us must suck, so you need to get the fuck out. And at that point, I noticed the bar, the guy lay that booked us, and everybody's staring at me. So I'm trying to, all right, I need to chill out. You know, I don't need to cause trouble. And then later on, I talked to the lady that booked us. She's telling both me and Chuck I should have hit him. <laughs> so I don't know. But all I know is I am so tired of unnecessary bullshit, and that's what this is all about. And I'll rant more about that shit as the night goes on. But right now, I want to get into some interviews. Because we played a show in January, the Rubber Meat Steel show. We had After the Fall from uh, my neck of the woods originally, the AK Valley. We had Terrach and Sky from Beaver Falls, PA. And we had Destroyer Court. And Destroyer Court even sent me a song. That I'll play after this interview exclusively for the American Hilljack Files. That's how cool these guys are. And this interview right here is a real fun interview. I'm telling you. It was fun to get in there with somebody who just has fun with it. And uh, give it up for Kurt. He's a great, great singer. Great front man. Check this interview out. And uh, we'll talk more about this shit as, we, as it goes on. So uh, what can I say? Open your ears. See what you like. All right, here we are at the Empire Concert Club and Bar in Akron, Ohio on Tommage Avenue, goddammit, and we just seen a blistering set from Destroyer Court. I have their lead singer, Curtis Mead, sitting with me right here in Eric's office, Uncle Eric to me. So tell me a little bit about you guys, where you come from, what, you know, what's your style, what's going on with you? We are four weird motherfuckers from Worcester, Ohio. Is it okay if I cuss on your podcast? Yes. All right, cool. I love the organic nature of this podcast. You can hear the music in the background, and we just delivered it to this stage. My brothers, we create, we would call, dance music for savages. Uh, (laughs) I love it. You know, it's not really heavy metal. You know what I mean? Right. That describes so many things these days, and we're not afraid of that moniker, but it's not... in my mind, because I'm a crusty old dude like you, you say <laughs> heavy Fucking metal. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. In my mind, growing up, that's you picture priests with those spiked belts and the you know right, the, right, right, right. Fit in there, but it, it that is my band. It's four guys with completely different tastes, and it all comes together and it works out great. You, I think you guys have like a cool. What I see from my vantage point, you got like a southern rock meets modern rock meets. You have a little bit of everything in there. <laughs> you can hear if it you, all, yeah. And, and 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 it's powerful. And your voice on top of it is just the icing on the cake. I mean, you, you can sing. You're not a fucking guy that just screams. You're you're not a guy that just goes through his throat. You you, you as I can another bark, I can crow, I can howl, I can do it all. Yeah, and it was really cool. It, you know, as, you know, as I will tell everybody, you know who I am. I am what I am, and it is all that I am. 
tonight I had a little mucinex and then I had a shot and I partaked in some herbal therapy and I only got to watch like a set and a half of these guys because the lights start going and the old hill jack here had to go outside and get some air. But I seen these guys in June when they played with us here last year in 2016 mm-hmm. and when it come time to put the show together we wanted to find another band that would be just as powerful as what we are not taking shots at anybody else but yours was the top name between Dave Moore my guitar player and Chuck Dobbins and and uh, we went to Eric and Eric went to you and it, it all worked out and I I just really dig what you guys got going on as a vibe and it's crazy that you're from Worcester yeah yeah <laughs> to be it's not honest. a hotbed of great music coming out of a town that boasts a liberal arts college but yet, there really isn't anywhere to play. Right. You it, know? I, I, we played the Gemini Lounge. Really? Back in Alistair Wilde, me and Chuck, and stayed at the <laughs> fucking uh, hotel, the little motel hotel across oh, the street yeah. in the circle thing. What you get in there will wash off with soap and water, did it? No. <laughs> it was definitely, this was in 2003, no, 2002, actually. Well, you gave us the opportunity to come here tonight at the uh, this Turnpike series. Yeah. Uh, Battle of Pennsylvania and Ohio. I like that. Turnpike. We see we should use that. Turnpike right? series. That's These Rust fun. Belt Warriors are going at it out there. We did our part, John, and you're going to head out there and do it again. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm, I'm, I think we'll be fine. I'm just right now Terrachin Skies on, sca- on stage, and we're going to have After the Fall. Now, let me ask you a little about yourself. Who are your influences? I mean, I heard a different array, but I want to hear it from you. Who are your influences? The biggest influence on me, you know, uh, honestly, I haven't been in the music scene very long but my family has for a long time right uh, the most prominent influence on me is my cousin Kenny Boyd uh, awesome he uh, he's inspired me from the time I was yeah, is that Kenny Boyd from Canton that is Kenny Boyd from Canton yeah I know Kenny and as I've partied with Kenny a few times as you probably everybody else yeah. has that's if, awesome. If you grow up with Kenny Boyd as your cousin, you don't grow up wanting to be a doctor or no. uh, study hard. Or... Awesome. <laughs> That's great. You know? That's so, great. So, yeah, you grow up with a different set of influences. Right. And I, I wear that on my sleeve. You know, when I go out there and get up in front of people, I, I, I take it as seriously as, as he would anything oh, he's yeah. ever done. He's know? a phenomenal guitar player. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not just saying that because your cousin's sitting here, you fucker. Yeah, Kenny, you're badass. <laughs> so, but that's cool. Now, how did you guys come together as a band? Because I, I don't know a lot about you guys, but you you seem like guys, you kind of are the same, but you're kind of different. Oh, absolutely. I've known these guys for decades, and Marty I've known before I even knew him. Uh, is I was best friends with... The guitarist in one of the bands he was in when he was a teenager called the Metal Cockknockers. Okay, <laughs> that's awesome. They recorded the craziest cassettes full of great fucking crazy raw funny music like right. Darth Vader's a pussy, uh, shredding bull, damn it, Jim, and fucking bigger than <laughs> shit. <laughs> fucking love it. And I would roll around in my car for months listening to these tapes and just obsessed with this. And to and again, Marty's actually one of my heroes too. So right. being able to stand on stage with him. I'm in awe of him, and I take it that serious. That's you know, fucking he's awesome, dude. I totally respect Todd. I went to high school with, and we dreamed about this. Right. This is a pipe dream we had as teenagers. Oh yeah. So you, and it, you know the, the circles just came back around, and it's it's worked out. We've been together for three years now, and we look forward to keep on sharing this music and bringing it to stages and splitting people's wigs, man. That's awesome. And 
what it, what like when how's your writing process work just a little you know d- d- organic totally organic uh you know sometimes i have a melody in my head and it starts with that most of the time uh sizzles will kick off with a beat and marty will drop in line and then just it just happens there. it That's really it. does and this is my only you know i've only been in a couple bands so what seems like hard work to me these guys are telling me like we've got this many songs in this small period of time. This doesn't really happen that often, right? Right. You know. So but you, for us, you're, so it's you're amazing. so you're a newbie. Totally, absolutely. God damn, dude! I wouldn't know it. I'm just telling everybody out there. If you fucking you have a chance to see Destroyer Court, he is a good front man. And you know me, I am a critical. I am a critical fucking dick <laughs> about a lot of shit. But like, I was honestly intimidated, like man, because I got this guy here, Curtis. Then I got, right now, I got Nick on stage who's fucking slamming and getting everybody in line and getting them rocking. Then I got Doug Carnahan from fucking After the Fall, and then I got to follow all that. I'm, you know, so I'm scared to shitless. You can do this, John Lane! Yeah, I know. I'm ready. I'm going to try. Royal Rumble is coming. You know what you ought to do? You ought to cut a promo on these Pennsylvania <laughs> interlopers right now. Pretend I'm Mean Gene Okerlund. You're stepping to the mic. I want you to tell these people what you're going to show me. <sighs> Well, I'll tell you what, the Hellfire Club's coming down and gonna throw down like you wouldn't believe on the SmackDown because I ain't fucking around, you know what I'm saying? And it, But I gotta say, after the fall is my boys. That's where I grew up, Pennsylvania. I can't really throw down on them. But le- yeah, I will a little bit. Matt Franny, yeah, you're one of my favorite drummers in the world, but I think Chuck's gonna, you know, come over the top and, you know, give you the clothesline. Steve, yeah, you might be the tougher <laughs> of the fucking, you know, bigger guys out there, but I think Jeff's gonna, you know, give a little, you know, rumbling on the old bass that's gonna rival you a little bit. And Shepik, <laughs> love you with all my heart, you know. And Dalby, you gotta remember, you're two on one, so yeah, you're a little bit outnumbered. You got Damon and Dave coming down your throat, so, you know, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Uh, all joking. Ooh, yeah. All joking, all aside, I love you guys. I'm glad you guys came out here. And the guys from Terrence Guy at Destroyer Court. Speaking of scenes, how do you guys get to play a lot around the you know the area? And let me ask you this: and here's where the dirt comes in. What do you think about the actual music scenes, and the ticket sales, how rough it is out there? Just you know, what's your opinion? We have on? absolutely been treated. Uh, really kind by all of the bands and uh, the promoters. Of course, there, you know, it, there's some been some miscommunication, I would say. Right. As far as uh, that, but we haven't have been pushed into any show where we have to sell tickets right. or feel like we're pressured to bring in a huge crowd. Uh, but, you know, we've only played around the Akron area and in a few dive bars here and there. Exactly. We're looking to push outward and, you know, it, it, it we'll take it as it comes. That's our attitude. Right. You know, we're just trying to build a good reputation and make some friends and then share our music and enjoy other music. You know, love it. Now, on that aspect, have you ran into the, like the any so-called promoters that have tried you to twist that way? That you're like you've had to step back and say, "Hey, <coughs> maybe this isn't for us." You know that, that that's the things that we're so to clarify because I don't want you to sit here and just. But I know there's bands like you because you are good. And you can't put asses through the door. You got to watch who's going to take advantage of you. Right. You know, have you had any of that? Well, I tell you, my brothers in my band, they know I'm the newbie, so they do keep me in the dark about this. If they know anything about right, it, right, you know right. what I mean? Because I'm liable to react in a way that's not uh, cordial or professional. Because well, shit, the, I'm new to this. They've been doing it for decades. Hey, and so you know, I've been, do, I've been doing this 25 years, and I still don't act cordial. I'm kind of a dick. <laughs> 
I don't try to be, but yeah, when you when you come at me with stuff that's illogical, right? Unfortunately, uh, I, I'm a guy of logic, and you know, so when you come with me something illogical, I I will give you logic. I, I try not to fight though. Like I, I we were talking prior to the start, like you know, this is about being, you know, trying to put a a movement together, and got and bands like you is why I respect so much is you guys have that same vibe. You know, you're just you're there for the time that's going on but plus you see what the big picture is that working together and expanding out right. is the is the only th- thing we got left you know because the it, you know, the clubs are dying off fast you know and it's such an honor to have guys like you willing to come up from Worcester let in guys from Pennsylvania to come p- play shows in this area for the Akron people fuck our band I don't give a shit you know you like our band fine but I want you know the fans to have something that's good and that's why you know, bands like you are rare in my opinion I'm awfully flattered by all of that and like I said I'm I'm awfully fortunate that my brothers in my band that they they've been jerked around before and all the bands in the past and they, right. they got their feelers out on this stuff but right. we enjoy making friends with all these bands that we're playing with tonight and let them split our wig when we come in here Right. And uh, look forward to other opportunities coming our way. I hope. Well, know. I let's let's talk. You know, you have to get with Chuck because I am not the Booker guy anymore. Everybody thinks I am. So everybody that fucking listens, yeah, Chuck <laughs> Dobbins does it because I'm doing all this shit for you guys, and it takes up a lot of my time. You know, so what? You know, I'm not good at remembering the shit. I'm out there. I'm the one that does the website and couldn't remember telling people dates today. So, but please. Let's try to exchange some shows. We'd love to come down and open up for you guys and do some shows down that way. Just let's you know get you guys over to Pennsylvania too with these guys. You know, talk to these guys uh, after the fall in Church and Sky. After the fall does Rock for Life, does all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, Steve, the bass player, owns the Sidebar. Yeah, I'm plugging you like a motherfucker, okay? <laughs> because I love you guys and his and his woman Jen, who ain't here tonight, who I miss dearly, uh, is a great is his helps run the sidebar and does great things for him so yeah get you guys with all those things and network and that's the whole thing about and that's why i see you guys being about the same thing i remember talking in the parking lot out here afterwards even though i was a little inebriated because it's the end of the night but i didn't remember it you know what's what's up next for you guys what do you got going on uh actually we'll be back here at the empire on february 11th the ticket is right here uh Friday, February 10th. I fucked it all up. We'll be playing with The Killer's Confession, Kissing Candace, Erasing Never, and Ready Atrix. All right. That'll be a good show, man. It's already... Those tickets are selling online. Okay. And uh, you want to hop on those before they all sell out. You want to miss this. All right. That's awesome. And if you're not... And if you're sticking around on February 11th, actually, the Hellfire Club will be at the Barley House. Sorry, Uncle Eric. I got to plug myself as well. Downtown Akron as well with uh, Manchester Road and uh, Walk-In Circles. But thank you for coming on here and talking. I'd, we'll do a longer, obvious interview with all the band maybe sometime. You know, I'm just trying to get a little bit tonight because this is a night at the Empire again. That'd be a kick. Yeah, so... Hey, I got one question before we go, man. Okay. Why do we have to do this interview naked? Oh, it's Dude. a podcast they can't see. But if our balls, do, but if our balls don't touch, it's technically not gay. <laughs> I've been saying that for years. People don't get it, you know. And if you don't kiss, open mouth. Yeah, I've been trying to tell Chuck that every time we're on tour together. But we were keeping it clean right up until there. And hey, I fuck that. In the ditch. <laughs> hey, if it ain't a dick, don't take it so hard. It's just a joke. So, all right, stick around, people. We got more to come. Thank you, Curtis. 
All right, Curtis Mead right there from Destroyer Court. Yeah, I left the ending in there promoting shows that have already passed, but fuck it, because I'm lazy and I just don't want to edit shit tonight. I feel like hell. I got Vicks up my nose. I've been sick since Sunday, but hey, what can you do? But these guys sent me a great, great song called Obedience, especially for the American Hilljack Files. That's Destroyer Court. Check them out on Facebook. And uh, you just can't beat this band. I'll tell you what, they kick ass. I am really impressed by all they do. I can't wait to do more shows with them. Check them out right now. This is Destroyer Court with Obedience.
Like to demand a sidebar. Demand? Sir, we haven't even called a case. You better have a good reason to demand anything. Well, I do have a good reason, Your Honor. I just want to go to the ultimate dive bar in Armstrong County, let alone the world. Sidebar is a small bar with a big atmosphere open seven days a week. It's a place with a big city feel and a rural community. It's the ultimate dive bar. Trashy with a touch of class. Sidebar is some of the best food with their menu of delicacies to please your taste buds. It also has a wide selection of seasonal, specialty, and domestic beers from around Pennsylvania, the United States, and the world. Sidebar provides some of the best live shows in the area featuring local, regional, and national acts which include everything from rock, country, punk, to hip-hop. Sidebar is all about live entertainment. So if you're looking for a place with great food, great people, and a great atmosphere, Sidebar at 190 Clearfield Pike in Catang, Pennsylvania, right around the corner from the Armstrong County Courthouse, is definitely the place you want to be. Like them on Facebook to keep up on all their events and specials. But more importantly, stop in and become part of the family. So, Your Honor, do you have any objections about the Sidebar? Only that you didn't tell me about this place sooner. I might have to hold you in contempt of court the next time you appear in front of me. Really? Well... Not if you buy the next round some more of those wings.
there, right there, you had Rat Bastard Syndicate. Yeah, with Vanishing Point. You can check those guys out at their website, ratbastardsyndicate.com, I believe. Yes, ratbastardsyndicate.com. Had to pull out the old disc that's sitting here because I've been listening to that motherfucker. That's Vanishing Point, man. That is a good tune. Before that, it was a common crown with 17 Lies. Love that band. Uh, it's Jen Hamar. She is a great vocalist. And uh, before that, we had the commercial for the sidebar. And before that, we had Obedience, you know, by Destroyer Court. Speaking of the sidebar, the Hellfire Club is going to be there Saturday, February 18th, with Heidi and the Hellcats for a great show back in my hometown, K Town, Catanning, Pennsylvania. I'll tell you, there's a lot of great bands out there that you people need to be listening to, and I'm bringing it to you as much as I can. I really am. I need to get on more shit and organize more shit. And everybody thinks this is just easy. But see, my problem is is I want greatness. And everything I do, I think about it too much. I organize it too much. It don't always come out great, but I try to. You know, I want it, I want it the best it can be. Not just for me, but for you people. I mean, even when I... Uh, bang the old lady i i plan it out too much it's probably why we have the issues we have because <laughs> i want everything great you know if i'm gonna you know put time into it then what the fuck that's just me but right now tarachan skies nick stetler and me talked in uncle eric's office that night at the empire and uh that it's a great interview too and that band's a great band too and i'll be playing a song from them afterwards but, you know, I'm telling you, you need to get to know these bands because it is about the bands. It's, you know, if you're a true fan of music, you need to get out there. You need to support these bands. You need to buy their music. You need to get to know them. Become, make it your religion if you're a music fan. That's what I want again. And I put a post up on Bookface about that. Music was a religion to me growing up. I listened to so much stuff. And it's not like that anymore. And there's many people complaining about that on Bookface. And it's the truth. People need to get back to that. And we need to give them something like this, like the American Hilljack Files, that emphasizes that. And bands like Tarachin Sky or Terrachin Sky or however they pronounce it, because they're great bands. And it's from their heart and it kicks ass. But right now, Set yourself upright, pull out that drink, fire up a fatty, and listen to me and Nick Stetler talk about Tarachin Sky. All right, man, we're here at the Empire Concert Club and Bar. It's a night at the Empire, as I like to call it, and I'm here with Nick Stetler, the singer of Tarachin Sky, and we had this whole conversation about... I had an interview with Jacob Parks to the Pennsylvania Rock Show. We talked about how their band name came from. You take the Terra off of Pantera. You take the Chains off Alice in Chains. And you take the Sk out of Skinner. And that's that's the name of their band. So I have a habit of calling them Ter, uh, Terra Chains Guy instead of Terra Chains Guy. But you guys kicked ass tonight. Oh, thank you so much. You know. So, now, I, I, I know all this stuff, but... You are a guitar, and this is where I'm going to fucking blow your mind because I know about you. You are a guitar player that came over and was checking out what these guys had. 
and you asked if you could try out to sing. And Jacob, after he heard you sing, said, fuck this, you're the singer that he wants. Yeah, that's pretty much how it went down. See, aha, see, you you look at you looking at me like, how the fuck do you know that? In my defense, I I went to try out as a guitarist because I didn't know Joey was in it or not. Right. And uh, but once I figured out that I was really going to try to sing, that's when uh, I I was actually late. Right. So I went there and he let me try out and then they wanted me in. So that was that. Dude, you guys are kick ass. Now I I, thank you. He said there's a disc even before this one, but I got the one with uh, Daisy Duke and all that on. I've been I played Average Joe last week. I played Daisy Duke before. And I play another one of your songs right now. Uh, I'm the Mucinex guy tonight, so I'm a little <laughs> bit fucked up. But, you know, you guys, I love what you write. Now, you, Now I know Jacob writes a lot of lyrics. Do you write a lot of the lyrics, too? Yeah, it's 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 all uh, it's all teamwork, you know what I mean? Uh, most of the time, if one person has an idea, another person has an idea, before it even becomes into a public display, you know, we all collaborate, and uh, we make the mixture into what it is, you know, into what you hear now. Dude, you guys fucking played that ZZ Top tonight, that legs. And our drummer, Chuck, we've seen you guys, for all that don't know, we played with these guys at the Pennsylvania Rock Show anniversary show, and we first seen these guys. Uh, Skell was supposed to play here tonight, but they unfortunately lost a drummer, and we were looking for another band, and as soon as we seen you guys play, we were like, that's the motherfuckers we want on this show. And then... You gave me the disc. You know, I bought the disc off of you guys. I started playing on this show, you know, the, the American Hilljack Files. And I just fell in love with you guys, man. It was like, Thank fuck, you. man, you guys are fucking awesome. And so we have these guys out here, and they played legs. They went in tonight, and as soon as they started doing it, I knew what they were doing, but Chuck, the drummer, didn't. And I'm like, and I gave him the old, you know, the the Spanish arch, you know, gave the, I said, and pointed to you guys, and he's looking at me like, what? And then when you guys started ripping into it, he was like, Fuck yeah, you know, and that's what I like about you guys. You guys mix it up like that. You got to, and you and the way you do legs is not like don't think it's traditional because nothing wrong with easy top, but they they fucking got the beef behind it. It'll crack your fucking ribs, you know, and it, and it's got a good groove. And your drummer just kicks fucking ass. He beats the hell out of the drums, man. I'm telling you, he, all those guys when it comes down to crunch time, they beat the shit out of what they got to do, and that's it right there. They do a great job. Now. Let me ask you this: As a frontman, who's your influences vocally and frontman ability? You can separate the two, or you can combine them. I'll tell you what: over over the years, I used to listen to Shine Down, Seether, mm-hmm. a lot of the mainstream music. Right. You know, I I grew in love with Blackstone <laughs> Cherry. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah. And uh, when I f- was first introduced, White Trash Millionaire over here, motherfucker. That was the first song I heard from them. And, uh, <laughs> They really, uh, he taught me what it meant to be a, a vocalist and even a front man, the confidence that he has. Right. And just how, how to lead and be a leader and show people that you're having a great time. And, you know, it's such a big influence on me. And I, I take a lot of what he does to heart into what I do. So That's fucking awesome. Now, I talked to Jacob, like I said, and, and yes, Mr. Parks, I'm smoking your ass like it's a new fucking rolled joint because I like you. Don't get excited, <laughs> you know. But uh, you guys sell tickets and stuff down in the Berg area and have done some of that stuff. Let me ask your opinion on all that. What you, is we? I'll let you just go first. Go ahead. What, what's your thought? As far as the ticket sales issues, yeah. you know, I'll tell you what. I think it it's kind of 
it's kind of bullshit to be honest with you. Yes. I, I understand that for some reason the transitioning from the way music used to be to how it is now, you know, when did it occur that they were like, oh, let's let's make more money from this. Let's screw over the bands that are doing all the work. Right. Doing all the legwork just so we can make a dime. And unfortunately, it's become a necessary evil at times as well. Yeah. And that's what, and they, they, they painted us in that fucking corner. Yep. And they act like because we have internet now, and a lot of them think that just because we're capable of doing everything on our own, that we can we can sell by like easy right. breezy, and it's really not. There's you know just as well as I do of how much legwork is involved. And dude, and I'm one of those people that you know, I, I got kids, I got a life, I got everything. So yeah, you know, I'm not saying my time is more valuable than anybody, but my time's valuable. Yeah. So you know, and there's times, and no offense to you fans out there, because I know you have lives too. But like some of us say, okay, meet me here to get the tickets, and then you drive there, and then that person can't show up. Now I just rearranged my schedule to be at that certain spot. You couldn't be, and, it's, and, and that happens with every business. But at the same time, when you're not getting as much back from it, yeah. then you become this fucking angry prick. And then you end up saying yeah. something. I know as a front man myself, you end up saying something on stage, and then you piss somebody, and then let alone a podcast. That just gives me more of a chance to bitch, you know. And I'm not. I don't want to bitch, you know. But it's it's hard. And I and with a band like you guys, you guys are fucking badass. And I think that you know, you, you know, you deserve to have some of the you know recognition and more. Well, thank you very much. And like these guys, for those that don't know, a the WDVE out of fucking Pittsburgh, one of the best stations. That I grew up on. You guys played the coffee house on there, yep. and they've done so much. And uh, they're out of Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Technically not Pittsburgh, even though I lumped them in with the Berg people because it just has a <laughs> close it, enough. It's just like how everybody lumps the Akron people in with the Cleveland people. So don't panic. So, but yeah, fuck. So, you know, now, how? Now I, how, how do I say this? You guys have been trying. To push more, and and Jacob said you guys are writing for another album and recording some. If yeah. you want to understand, yeah, we have a we have a plan as far as we already have a first album and a second album, right? You know, it's unspoken Daisy Duke, and what we really wanted to do was uh, write this third album coming out, and after we had recorded it, we want to take some time, you know, take some time to market, and then uh, right. some travel time under our belts and. Dude, I, uh, anything I can do for you guys, you just let me know. We love having you guys, and we'd like to come over and play with you guys at yeah, Beaver you're Falls. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I t- also told Jacob. And uh, now, what's up next for you guys after this? After you, uh, this show? Yeah. Well, we have a show February 11th at the Hazel. It's in our hometown. All right. Uh, you know, just to keep some of the home, home ground roots right. as well. And then uh, we're actually currently in the building of our own studio. Nice. And that's going to be the starter point for our third album. Cool, man. And I'll tell you what, man. Your disc, I like I said, I have the Daisy Duke one. But holy fuck, dude. I listen to that thing, and the production's great. And and for it, I listen to it not just on a regular track. I listen through headphones while I mix this you know, garbage for everybody. So, you know, it, it, I'm totally blown away. And I know it was funny because at uh, the Pennsylvania rock show anniversary show i come straight to you guys and you're like you know we we want to sound more like you guys and me and my whole band's over there going we want to sound more like you guys <laughs> so it was like it was really cool you know that, that like we instantly vibed like that like we influenced each other right off the yeah. bat 
you know. And it's an awesome relationship that bands can have with one another. And, it, like, we could never imagine that we could have been as close to you. Right. As, more than what we are with sometimes our own family. <laughs> and that's what happens, dude. Like, after the fall, I've known these guys for 20 fucking years through different bands, you know, uh, Matt and Steve. And I think of them just like family. Uh, you know, if something goes on in my life, you know, they know just, they sometimes know before my family. <laughs> you know? But, so, hey, I want to thank you for coming on, taking a little time. I'm going to do a long, these are just short interviews tonight because it's a night at the Empire. And unfortunately, this time, I got to fucking play. What the fuck's <laughs> up with that? So, hey, keep listening to the American Hilljack Files. Stick around. We got more to come. God bless y'all. See you in a sec.
crazy duke Telling me crazy Backwards attitude Oh, oh, crazy Better watch out if you don't know what to do I'd be more afraid of danger Than the boys in blue With a crooked smile We're not buckled up lips Downright beautiful Shaking those hips Better watch out if you don't know what to do Better watch out For Miss Daisy Duke Have you ever had the urge to be the emperor, empress, or other powerful ruling figure over your night out of entertainment? If so, you need to come to the Empire Concert Club and Bar in Akron, Ohio. The Empire Concert Club and Bar is Akron, Ohio's finest intimate live music establishment for multiple music genres featuring local, regional, national, and international acts that are both signed and unsigned. The Empire Concert Club and Bar has a top-notch staff that will go above and beyond to cater to your every entertainment need. The Empire Concert Club and Bar also has a wide selection of seasonal, specialty, and domestic beers from around Ohio, the United States, and the world. So when you're looking for the place that provides the best entertainment and treats each one of their patrons like an honored VIP, the Empire Concert Club and Bar, located at 1305 East Talbot Avenue in Akron, Ohio, is the place for you. Check them out at www.empireconcertclub.com or on Facebook for a listing of all upcoming shows and events. But better yet, stop on by and let the Empire Concert Club and Bar staff make you feel like royalty.
Last call right there from my band, the Hellfire Club. And, uh, yeah, that was live at Chuggers. <laughs> Great. It's sad to say we got Jeff Graham, who's stepping out. There's no hard feelings. Before I get the rumor started, I don't give a fuck because there isn't. All right. We're looking for a bass player. We got some people responding. We're going to be holding auditions. Uh, Jeff's last show is going to be on March 4th with us at Fire and Ice. And uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be sad to see him go. We got Jason Ortman, or Jason, as he likes to be called, stepping in for next weekend's show on the 25th, February 25th, at the Handlebar with Threshold opening up for us. Uh, he's also going to be playing shows with us uh, a- April 29th at uh, um, Peter B's. We got a lot with After the Fall and some other bands. And he's going to be playing with us May 13th at the Empire Concert Club. So, got to give it up for Jason. Stepping back in there to fill in. Uh, it's, it's nice to have family. Because once you're in the Hellfire Club, you are a brother in THC. We keep that going. Prior to that, you had a commercial for the Empire Concert Club. Old Uncle Eric, who stands by me and does so much for me. is a good man. Does so much for my band. And prior to that was Daisy Duke from Tarachan Sky. And uh, check those guys out, man. Please. Yeah, great bands. I've been going through a lot of shit, as everybody knows. We had a hell of a weekend last weekend. We played the Barley House. We used our own PA. We fried two fucking amps in a week. So I'm trying to figure out where to come up with money for that. And that's why uh, anybody that's selling my book face status, yeah, I, I, I was crying. It's like, man, trying to get this all together. And I'm out on my own, even though I'm living with my son. I'm out on my own. This is my first time ever. To be perfectly honest with you, I moved straight out of my house with my first wife. Uh, moved, I got my divorce. Moved back in with my dad. Got married again. Moved in with Teresa straight from that marriage. So I don't. I'm helpless. I'm like a big kid. I ain't fucking lying to you. I got you know two ex wives and a girlfriend to lie to you. I don't have to lie to you people. And I'm trying to pull it all together. Trying to do this fucking broadcasting thing. It ain't easy. Yeah, uh, some would say I'm I was a spoiled person. You're fucking right, I was, and it's, you know, but now I got to spoil myself, and yeah, it's kind of hard. Plus, I got all the kids and everything else. Got a granddaughter, I'm trying to pull it all together, and uh, I appreciate all the people that stand by me and send me all the comments and try to encourage me. It's not on you people; it's on me. Uh, I am a dysfunctional person that's just trying to gather ground but i'm real about it i'm real about everything i put out there i don't lie you know and someone said well why don't you just you know go out and drink and party yeah i could do that yeah i'm down here i got this apartment i could be hauling chicks in here and all that shit but why i'm 43 years old i'm gonna be 44 this year that's not the life i want you see yeah it'd be easier to avoid all my problems but fuck that ain't gonna do anything i'm gonna have to fix them in the, eventually anyways and that's what i've been working on for eight fucking years why would I throw that all away? It's stupid. And that's the biggest thing, is getting myself together, first and foremost. And that's what I'm going to do. 
I'm going to keep trying. It ain't easy. Yeah. But what do we learn today, boys and girls? Let's review. We learned we got a lot of good bands out there. We got guys like Destroyer Court and Trotchin Sky who have great front men who believe in delivering good things for you people. And their bands do. And that's what's important is the fans. And a lot of a lot of bands have forgotten that. It's not about all the other shit. You know, fighting with other bands and all that shit, it's just, it's stupid. Stick together. You know, work together. Cause life's short. And before you know it, it's all gone, people. And you, if we want a real good scene in the tri state music scene across the country, we gotta work together. And that's the bottom line. And if you don't believe that, you're part of the fucking problem. Sorry, but you are. The musicians and the bands out there that act like they're above all that and work with other people and think that their shit don't stink, they need to go by the wayside. And if you don't think so, <laughs> you're sadly mistaken. But while I may sound negative in my delivery on these subjects and others, I do still believe that there's enough of us pro-positive real original people who live to do no harm but take no shit in this country. Hell, in this world, that if we all put aside all the petty, immature bullshit and work together, we can make a difference in turning this big blue marble around for the better. Like another wise man I share the first name with, my idol John Lennon always saying, you may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us, and the world will live as one. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the American Hilljack Files, and make sure to go to aproradio.com for other episodes of this show and others, as well as articles and other shit that you can just parlay for your entertainment. If I offended you or you want to debate me on anything I said, the floor is yours to come on here or send me a book face message. We can do an interview through Skype, and we can do an interview through, uh, through us, Facebook Messenger if you'd like. Just remember, I am who I am, and it sure the hell ain't Popeye. I am John American Hill Jack Lane, telling you to keep pushing through and keep your head down to avoid the bullshit. And as always... Here's American Dog to send you mother truckers out the door. Catch you next time on the American Hilljack Files. Now I don't know what you think you know about me or my ways. But I've been doing this so damn long I'm pretty much here to stay. So when you tell me what to do or what I should be, well, here's what your opinion means to me. It's bullshit. God damn it. Bullshit. I can't stand your bullshit. And I don't like it. No, sir. Not at all. Maybe you've got good intentions, but I done made up my mind. I don't care about fashion, being cool, or even on time. I've already got my own path, and it's much too late to quit. And frankly, your opinion don't mean dick. It's bullshit. God damn it, bullshit. I can't stand your bullshit, and I don't like it. No, sir, not at all.